Crystal. Hey, I'm Anne. Welcome to another episode of Privileged Dating. It's so good to be with you, Anne. <laughs> you too. So last time we talked about a little bit about lists of what you're looking for. So I brought a list of things that I wanted to ask you. I hope you don't mind. I love that. Do you love lists as much as I do? I do. Do you think it's a type A thing or a lawyer thing? I think it's both. Okay. Well, my first question on the list is if you could tell me about this guy in Chicago. Do you mind if oh, we we're just, just get into right, it? We're just going right there. Or maybe he's like, how's your day? How about this weather? Tell me about this guy in Chicago. Let's save that for later on in the conversation. Okay. So last time you had a list of some things that you were looking for. Mm. Tell me when you are on a website, what gets your attention? What meets your list? What are you, I know you said you care about the career. And I feel like yes. we got a little bit off off topic after that point because I just love talking to you. <laughs> so you're looking at career. What else stands yeah. out to you? Well, it's important to me that the guy have a good career, that he's proud of his job, that he likes what he does, and that he's successful, right? So that's important okay. for me. So I look at that first and foremost. Then what else are you looking for? Do you care about the pictures? Do you care about the words that they put on there? What grabs your attention? Yeah, the words less so, but I do care about the pictures. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's not just me. <laughs> um, I care about... I care about how old he is. Okay. Because and we cover age a little bit. Your range yeah. is more than mine. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and I think you can tell a lot from a picture from a person's pictures. So I do look and kind of try to read into what the person looks like. What do like. you mean? Like you can see if a person is a little bit insecure from their pictures or a bit more confident or So you're thinking of just the person looking how values. they're standing, what yeah. their face looks like, mm -hmm. not like the background. Are they traveling? Are they with other people type thing? No, because I think those things can be manipulated and doctored. Right? But someone's eye contact with the camera or yeah. sparkling in their eye. Exactly. Or... Okay. Mm -hmm. How they are and the way they carry themselves. That's hard for them to change so one thing that's really big on bumble which now that i know you're not on bumble makes me question <laughs> my continued existence on bumble so many dudes have pictures with fish what is this not a thing other like fishing or in an aquarium no good question i would like an aquarium <laughs> picture these are fishing pictures so like dudes but it's always like a large fish probably a bass or a catfish you know i don't even why know are there, there so many fishermen i'm not sure that's i think so weird i think they think that that Signifies manliness Maybe. or sporting? Yes, question mark. I don't know. Weird. I've not seen that. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just wondering if fishing pictures got your attention. So apparently not. Part of me thought maybe it was part of like a theme on a website. Like maybe they used to be on plenty of fish. So they thought it'd be funny to have a fish on a website and they went somewhere else or. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're looking for authenticity in pictures. Anything else that you really are drawn towards? Um, I like men who just appear confident in their, but in their pictures. But are wearing a shirt. But are definitely clothed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to each their own. Yeah. Another thing, um, I always let the man initiate the conversation. So I never make the first move, which is why Bumble would never work for me. So I, first off, I let him pick me mm -hmm. and I don't search for men on the profiles. So I let him pick me. And then if I match with him, if I like approve him to be in my queue, then I I wait until he makes the first move and initiates the conversation first. I love the confidence of that. I don't do that, but wish that I did. <laughs> I have a girlfriend who's a little bit older than us who is on um, dating websites and based on her career and people who know her, doesn't want everyone to see her profile. 
wants only people that she has selected to see her profile. Sure, that's a different approach. So I, while I think she is on some of the same websites that I'm on, anytime she matches with someone, she has already approved that they can see her profile. Right. And I feel like she approaches dating much as you just described, um, but with so much confidence. Because I'll look at a profile and I will read it. The words really do matter to me. I want someone who spells things correctly. I want someone who shows some sense of humor in what it is that they talk about, has an interest that I can, but you don't know. Did they write it? Did they have three people, you know, edit it for them? If that's the case, I like their editors and would like to be friends (laughs) with them. Um, That's a really fair point. I don't put that much stock in what's in a person's profile. But what I was going to say is I spend so much time looking at the profile because I care about the pictures. I care about the age. I care about, are they close to me? I care about the relationship with kids and other things, but sometimes I put so much effort in and then I don't match with them right away. And then when they come back across as having matched with me, I don't remember what it was about their profile that got my attention or they've changed their pictures that I'm no longer attracted or I'm talking to enough other people that I don't go for that. It's pretty formulaic for me as far as profiles go, like location, age, job, married, kids. That's it. So now I would like Like, to ask to pass to pass the initial screen. Yeah. Okay. So we screen differently, which is interesting (laughs) because I feel like last episode was all about how we are so similar in our backgrounds, but so different in our so approaches. Different. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing. Next yeah. question. Also but related. Do you initiate conversations? Because I'm on Bumble, yes. And <laughs> on the other websites, I do because I you didn't know me back before I was married, did you? No. And I didn't know you. Do you know how many men I picked up at bars? No. A lot? Apparently a lot. I was amazing at it. Okay. At one point I was dating a model um, and I was, we played sports together and we hung out a lot and he was gorgeous and we're still really good friends actually. Um, and I went to one of his soccer games because it was near where I lived and his best friend was there and his best friend was also very attractive, just not an international model. And he was just like, man, I've never seen him so happy and never seen him date somebody who's not as attractive. And I remember being like, I'm trying not to use names here, but his friend was Mike. I won't call out my, the guy I dated, but Mike was like, I've never seen him so happy. I've uh-huh. never seen him date someone who's unattractive like you. And I don't mean you're not pretty. <laughs> He's just only dated models. Yeah. And you were so much better for him and to him. Okay. How did you all end up meeting? Uh-huh. And I remember I was out with girlfriends and we were at a bar and he's super attractive. Uh-huh. So I had gone up and got a drink and I'd been talking to someone else and he'd been talking to someone else. So I walked past him with my drink and said, Hey, if you want to hang out, I'll be over there. Oh, and five minutes later he came over and we had a confidence. blast. It's right. Yeah. So I have been successful by being confident to let someone know, Hey, I'm interested if you want to hang out. So I'm not going to like prey on them or, or, you know, you know what? Anything. You know what? Here's what I'll say about that. I think that what works in your 20s <laughs> is different. You're different. Right. That's than really what fair. works in your 30s and 40s because a lot the pool of men mm. that are out there, right, is obviously vastly greater when you're in your 20s and men tend to be a little bit more reticent and a mm. lot less confident in their 20s and they appreciate and kind of need sometimes nudging from the girls that is really good point in their 20s but when you're older and these men that we're dating now they have achieved success they're more confident they're men right their balls have dropped oh good to know so they don't need a girl who is the aggressor because it's just not 
I don't think it's appealing. That's a really good in point. a lot of ways. Okay. So I, I sit back and I let the men do the work. I appreciate your approach. <laughs> I have so much to learn from you, Anne. May I change to my next question? Of course. So we talked about what on profiles gets your attention. Are there certain red flags that if you see, you are gone? You know what? It definitely does not escape my notice that the man hasn't been married. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're over 40 and you haven't been married, mm-hmm. um, it's that's a red flag for me. Uh-huh. Any other red flags? Um, no shirt in a picture. Yeah. Okay. If you're like... If you have posted a picture of yourself lifting weights or exercising in some way, like why do you have something to prove about your body or how you look or, you know, I, I'm not into bodybuilder type of guys. I'm into intellectual guys. Sure. We can be different. So we will never overlap. <laughs> so I don't like that. What about pictures of their children? Oh, that's fine. Of course. That's great. Really? Most guys do black out their, their okay. kids faces, what about though? pictures of their children without their faces blacked out oh um i don't you know i don't fault them for it a lot of guys are just not they're just clueless about you know privacy considerations okay yeah i worry about someone who's so willing to put their kid out there in some ways it almost felt like it was bait like look how cute my kid is or look that i'm good around kids i don't know yeah for me it's not a red flag but maybe it's a yellow flag okay that's fair. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I, I like to know that the guy is, is has kids. I would like to know that they have kids, but I don't want to see everything about their kids picture. Right. In the frame. So like them holding a child where you can't see the face cause it's been blacked out or they're facing the other way or like from further away. So you can't recognize the child's smile or their eyes. Like that just makes me worried. Yeah. And I also realize I'm in a field where we're really all about protecting kids identity. So yes. unless you have the consent of the children and the children's, mother then I wouldn't feel comfortable right so yeah maybe that's that how about you do you are there things that you consider to be red flags I'm so glad you asked (laughs) I realized I've had a red flag that's probably preposterous and I've been meaning to walk away from it okay and then I realized that dating is such a crapshoot anyway and it's a numbers game and it doesn't really matter that I'm sticking with it because I've got to have something to rely on (laughs) and it's when someone brags about being sarcastic what I'm so random I think sarcasm is the lowest form of humor I think it is condescending. I think somebody who is proud to be putting other people down or to be sarcastic lacks empathy. Sarcasm doesn't mean putting other people down. That's not the same thing. For for some reason, as it comes across in the profiles, as the men that I've seen, I've, they've never amused me by talking about their sarcasm. They've never impressed me by talking about their sarcasm. It's such a turnoff. Okay. That's, I mean, that's your thing. And it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> It's random and very specific. It's very specific. <laughs> right. So maybe I'm just too judgy. I, and I put this on my profile. I'm not saying you're judgy. Well, it's okay. I'm just saying it's a very specific it thing. It is a very specific thing. And when I see it, I'm like, I, I could go, come or go with this guy. Let's say no, because he said sarcasm. <laughs> um, but I love puns on my profile. One of the first things I'll say is like, I am a mom, lawyer, loves puns. Like that's just kind of yeah. who I am. Yeah. Um, and on one of my profiles right now, it says... Um, if you laugh at this, we'll get along is the prompt. Yeah. And my pr- response is that it is something along the lines of dad jokes. You know, when the punchline is apparent. Uh, <laughs> uh, terrible. So you groaned, I laughed. That is my sense of humor. So if someone likes that, then they will like me. And I feel like you either like puns or you like sarcasm. So I guess maybe I've limited like people's mm-hmm. senses of humor to like if you like really bad dad jokes, mm. then you are my type. You are mm. my cup of tea. Mm. And if you think like sarcasm and eye rolls are funny, 
then you're not for me. Like, do you okay. like The Office? Kind of. Yeah. I feel like that's the kind of humor that yeah. just doesn't get me. Yeah. And that's like a sarcastic, quick-witted humor. Like, I think you're smart and everything if you like sarcasm. I just don't want to date you. Okay. That's cool. All right. Totally fair. Anything else? Or I that, still want that... to hear about Chicago. Okay. Have we had enough intro time here, <laughs> Anne? So I have been, I don't know how to call it, low-level dating this guy who lives in Chicago. I like that. Low-level dating. <laughs> okay. So, you know, generally, how do you meet? I get a lot of guys who contact me from out of state, like random places. Aren't your like profile filters set? Yes, for... yes, my profile filters <laughs> set for thirty minute, thirty mile radius or twenty mile radius, or whatever it is. I'm at eight. <laughs> you're, so, <laughs> you're so terrible. I don't whatever want to leave ten my miles, little bubble. Miles, whatever, whatever it is, I can't remember. I haven't looked but at you're it so gorgeous. They're coming from other countries, aren't they? No, they're coming from everywhere, like like Florida. I got a guy from LA. Well, I asked you about Chicago. So let's yeah. focus yeah. So, so when I get guys who email me from other towns and other states, generally I ignore it. And I'll just be like, no, no, XXX. No. Unless it's a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes a guy will send me a like with a really cute or witty message. I do love the witty message. And I will reply and I will say something nice because I, I generally try to be nice to these guys. You are they're a all, nice, good person. They're, they're all trying to look for love. No one's trying to be, you know, ma you know malintentioned or anything. So I also- Unless they're sarcastic. <laughs> right? So I'll send back a reply and I'll say, hey, I don't know if you noticed, but I live in the DC area. I'm not interested in a long distance relationship. So unless you have plans to be here, on your own in the next couple of weeks, I'm just not interested. I like on your own. It's don't come here for me. Right. Come here on your own. Right. Love I, it. Like okay. I don't want. I don't want to be your reason for no. flying here. And how much pressure would that be? Oh, I had a guy a few months ago who wanted to fly his plane here, land at Leesburg Airport, and then spend the day with me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good wineries out there, my friend. And then spend the night in a hotel because I told him he couldn't spend the night at my place. Because you have standards. I appreciate that. And then do the weekend. And what did you say? I said no. His plane. Was he flying it? He, or he, he has a private a little plane. Did someone else fly for him? He's a pilot. Okay. He sounds fabulous. And you said yeah, no? I said no. Did you not like everything else about I didn't, him? Yeah. There were things about him okay. that were huge red flags. Like his ex still lived in his guest house. He has a guest house. <laughs> For me. He has a plane. For me, having a guest house or a plane would be red flags. Really? <laughs> I mean, that implies you have a job and it's just, that's too much for me. Okay. Anyway, so crazy things happen. So, but this guy in Chicago has been really cool and I liked him and not liked him because my level of commitment and involvement with him has been pretty low. Like I'm adding that to the list of what we need to talk to about level of commitment, but go on. Okay. Because he'll, he'll text me in the morning okay. every other day. Okay, and that's not too clingy. Yeah. <laughs> or is it? Sorry. I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? It's fine. I think it's really cute. He'll text me and he'll say, good morning, gorgeous. Can you talk? And so I'll call him. We'll have like a 20 minute conversation and it'll make me feel good. And he's really nice and he's super relationship material. I can okay. tell. Right. But he lives in this other place. So my question is, he has a business trip coming up to go to London. Oh, I thought you were going to say DC. Okay. And he's going to be there for like three or four weeks. Yeah. And he has offered to fly me there <laughs> and to spend an extended weekend with him. Uh, I, <laughs> what do you think about that? I have so many thoughts, but I feel <laughs> it. it sounds romantic and magical and scary. Right. 
yeah. I would say no, just because I have kids that I would need to be around for, and I'm worried I'd be I worried mean, it I'd would end be, up in a body bag. It, we already talked about it, and it would obviously be on a weekend when I don't have my kids. They're with their father. No, no, but what if he, he kills said, you? <laughs> he sent me a copy of his passport, his driver's license, and all. Have of you run it through an FBI database? I will send it to you. No, I don't <laughs> do that because that's not allowed, and we follow the law. Is you, it? Is it? Is it scary? It, I think it's too scary. Yeah. I think it's so romantic and it's an amazing gesture and I wouldn't want to turn it down, but I would not let you as my friend do that. Yeah. If he will fly us both out there, <laughs> then I would be willing to stay in the hotel room and eat Cheetos as you live your best life. I just, I don't feel comfortable with right, that. Right, right. There's too many things that could change or that could happen along the way. Right. To be in a city where you don't know. And maybe, I think it'd be different if it was a city here in the United States. Or see where you Why had... is that different? The idea Why of international... Partially because of COVID. Like, international travel and getting stuck somewhere. Uh -huh. Whereas if you're in the continental US, you could always rent a car and drive back. Like, I okay. would worry if there's a spike in cases and you're stuck somewhere away from your kids. Okay, good point. I'd worry about that. Okay. Um, I also... If you had family in London, or if you had, like, a best friend that you could no, see and I be no there... Connection. I would have wanted to be a place where you have a connection, where you have somebody who you could Call. text and they could be there within 30 minutes to yeah. pick you up from a restaurant where he's left you or if your phone's stolen. I don't, he sounds awesome. It sounds yeah. like you've established enough of a rapport with him that you trust him. Well, I, I don't I, know if I trust, trust is a big word. I don't know if I trust him. Yeah. But it sounds like a fun, magical time. Oh, like, it, sounds it sounds like a so fun adventure magical. and I'm all about adventures. And it sounds like you've been listening to Red Flags. And so when you've been offered something that seemed epic in the past, you knew to say no because yeah, there were enough I, red I'm flags. So, turn things down. so that's fabulous. You yeah. had enough good red flags. I would want you to take him up on the offer when he happens to be somewhere super awesome in the United States where I could drive to you or I could fly to you <laughs> and drive you home. Um, but that's just me. Right. What are you going to do? So I already told him no. I support that. I told him no. He's the kind of man who doesn't like to take no for an answer because a lot of these men who are successful, who have accomplished a lot, they're not accustomed to hearing no. And they don't often just stop when you say no, right? So he, you know, so like today I was just talking to him and he was like, you know, that invitation's still open and I would still love for you to come. Okay, but and he's respected he, your no. Oh, he's respected it, but he still brings it up and he's still... He's still letting me know that he very much wants me to come. So I, something I did not do well in my marriage and something that I didn't do well in my twenties and thirties before I was married. Um, I guess in my twenties, I got married at 29 was realized that no was a complete sentence. <laughs> and I've gotten really good at saying no. And then not feeling like it's my responsibility to justify that. No. So while I may be a more open to dating people, that, that that's not the right word i found myself saying no to people that i meet online and not regretting it or not feeling like i have to apologize but if someone doesn't respect my no uh -huh. if they want to know why or they keep pushing mm -hmm. i i view that as not respecting me or not valuing me or thinking that i know what i want and and i don't know if that's a, a feature of my marriage was not a very healthy one yeah or that I'm not trusting enough now. I feel like there there might be something that I'm missing, but I'm also, it sounds like when you said he's not, he's, he's it's not, not that he's not taking note for an answer, but he's, he's keeping it on the table. So I don't feel like that's disrespectful. Yeah. 
I, I think what you're saying about not people not taking no for an answer, I think it depends on who that's fair. doesn't accept your no and how they do it. That's very true. So like for me, like if I say no to my sister and she's like, I'm not taking that for an answer, whatever. Yes. Right? Like, very different relationship. Very, very different. I read mm. somewhere that when you are online dating, you should put your foot down and say no, be disagreeable for something that doesn't matter and see what the response is. Have you heard this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just answer me with a no as a complete answer. Um, somebody said, especially, and I'm, I've been following a lot of um, reading articles and following therapy, therapy on fake controversy just to see how he reacts. Not fake controversy. Well, maybe fake controversy. I am very accommodating. And I was married to someone who a always, lot of women are right. And I was married to someone who always got his way and we always did what he wanted. Yeah. And, um, verged on, um, not disrespecting me, but not valuing me because he knew what he wanted and he wanted to get what he wanted and, and I wanted to make him happy. So I was okay with that. Okay. And so some of what I'm doing is just an about face from what hair, where I was before or what I did before. Yeah. But saying no to something minor to see if, the man will accept it or not. So an example the other day was somebody offered um, to meet me at a sports bar. And normally I love that. That's my jam. I like sports. Yeah. I like b- yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> I like cheese fries. So why would I ever say no to that? But it was a first date. And I thought, I don't want a first date that's at a sports bar where it's loud in the background and I can't like hear and engage in conversation. Yeah. So I was just like, that's I've, really I've not never my done a date at a sports bar. <laughs> okay. That's our next podcast <laughs> is where you go on first dates. Cause I have a feeling we have very different approaches to that. Um, but I said no and gave two other options and okay. he was like, okay, that sounds good. And the same guy had proposed going to a restaurant where I've been twice and I didn't really like the offering. So I proposed two other places that were super nearby and he was totally agreeable to it. And I thought okay. that's so different from my marriage of, my husband saying, let's do this. And me saying, yes, even if it was food I didn't like or somewhere I didn't want to go. Huh. So the idea of of saying no and then giving another option or just not being so agreeable has been hard for me, but really, really good. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like you don't struggle with that same challenge. Um, I don't. You know what? Maybe I am just agreeable. Okay. <laughs> I think I do tend to, um, I do tend to just do what the guy wants to do. But you also <laughs> set the expectation of the parameters that whatever's proposed is like you said a steakhouse or a trip to London. Yeah. Not going to glory days. <laughs> so clearly I need to do better. So maybe that's what we can talk about next time. <laughs> that's funny. Um yeah, I mean I, I tend to want to make things go smoothly, right? Like in general. That in makes relationships. Sense. I don't want to cause any friction and I want everybody to be happy. Just like most women do. Okay. So I don't like the idea of just saying no, just to propose other ideas for restaurants, but I don't really care. Okay. Know? Like I have met guys at coffee shops for first dates and I kind of know going into the date that I'm not going to see them again. Really? <laughs> coffee shops are my favorite first dates. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that next. Yeah. Like, unless he completely wows me over, I, I just kind of know. Anyway. Well, this is awesome. Thank you for sharing. I look forward to um, hearing if you end up going to London. <laughs> this was episode two of Privilege Dating. <laughs>